cybersecurity plus privacy plus the internet of people and some cool music. Prepare your ear holes. This is the CyberSage Podcast. You know, America's latest favorite pastime is apparently the demonization of social media and our new war on technology. What's old is apparently new again now as we complain on social media, about social media, lamenting the future of humanity as the evil companies we once hailed as visionaries continue to pick apart our privacy and, dare we say, our liberty and way of life piece by piece. Now, we launched the same angry salvos at the oil companies, the big banks, and reality and TV. Don't forget our national campaigns against fast food, video games, and the vulgarity of nearly every genre of music ever created. Thank you, Tipper Gore. As with all of these scenarios that promulgated over time, it's easier and somehow slightly empowering, I think, for people to blame someone else for the current cybersecurity and privacy plight that we're facing. The greedy CEOs, Big Brother, the Russians, the millennials, had to throw that in, anybody it seems but us. A reminder, the decision to use social media and the decision on what you share with who is a choice. It's not a right, and it's certainly not mandatory. Your digital privacy, just like your own safety and your own physical security, is yours to manage, folks. The problems usually begin when we look to them to manage all of these things for us. When there's a natural disaster, a catastrophe, a flood, a tornado, a fire, we as humans cry out that they need to do something about it. They could be the cops, emergency officials, the government, uh, the charities, but certainly not us. When there's a data breach, when our information is compromised, we want them to fix the problem and make us whole. We want tougher privacy laws. We want more rigorous punishment for the criminals who've harmed us. We want more sophisticated security systems, although we don't know what that means, to make the technology we're using safer. We want more business controls for these evil companies and their leaders so they can't take advantage of us. And somebody by Jiminy owes us some answers. Most of us, and I mean most of us, have never reviewed an acceptable use policy on a website or a privacy policy on an app for any of our favorite social media tools Most of us don't even know the basics of how to manage the privacy in these tools and the updates we tweet, the pictures we post, and the activities that we share online. Despite all the changes the developers, like me, have made to these platforms to help us manage our data privacy and security at a painstakingly granular level, if you've ever been in and looked at some of these settings and the control that you have, 
yet we continue to fail and we continue to bitch about the erosion of our privacy. The way I see it, ladies and gentlemen, there are two viable options here. Either we get serious and become informed on how our data is gathered, managed, and shared across these platforms, or we simply stop using them. History shows us which of these we will likely choose. So, as a cybersecurity guy, I often get asked about the best way to manage privacy on social media. Are there technical methods to block what they can see and what they can share? Are there tools to keep information safe and stop them from utilizing data for self-solving purposes without permission? Yes, those features are already there, but you're not using them and you're probably not even trying. But I'm sure it's not your fault. I'm kidding, it probably is. Rather than drafting up a 30-page technical guide to teach people how to utilize privacy features on Instagram or help you understand email phishing scams and how to spot them, I thought I'd try a different, quote-unquote, non-technical approach. So, I put together three social media mindfulness tips which focus on the area where security usually breaks down first and the most often, and that's with you and me, the human. So, as I'm going through these, I want you to conduct a mental audit of your own user behavior online And then I want you to decide on how these recommendations might be applicable and helpful. Remember, privacy is a choice. Number one, be intentional. From the status updates you post to the brands and businesses that you like on Facebook, to the memes and photos you love, to the causes and the caucuses that you show support with your donations and your sharing of pages, you need to remember that you're giving away a bit of your attention and also a bit of your access for every action that you take online. And as much as you try to get granular with your privacy, this information, what you like, what you share, your preferences, it's all available. Hey Jackass, that's the point of social media. So first and foremost, your online presence is really the face of your own personal brand. What do I mean by that? Yes, everybody has one, even if you're not building it intentionally, your personal brand is how you appear to the public, how you appear to these other companies. Short of leaving social media and dropping off the grid, which we all know you're not going to do, this is something that should be actively managed. We'll do a little bit more on personal branding and privacy and all those things in in some later, later podcasts. But I think it's safe and best to assume that what you do online is forever and you should conduct yourself accordingly. You hear people joke about their grandchildren and their future descendants looking at posts and pictures from the bachelor party in Mexico in 2012. This isn't science fiction, folks. Through your online legacy, you're going to stand for something, whether you want to or not. So you need to either be okay with that and manage that legacy or get off the platforms. Secondly, Understanding that everything from your political preferences to your choice of chicken sandwich, I prefer uh, Popeyes, by the way, is being cataloged on social media by default. Social media companies know the devices that you're using to access your apps. They certainly know which foods you like, which presidential candidate you voted for, or which one you supported, actually. 
And through analytics built from your online behavior, your clicks, your views, these companies estimate your household income. They know your annual spends on goods and services. And to a degree, they can even forecast your average life expectancy based on the information they have. From there, the companies use this to discern which advertisements will be preferential to you. And then they show you relevant sponsored content. Yes, that means you're being targeted with ads. No matter what you do in these platforms, there will be some degree of targeting. In theory, there's nothing wrong with that except that much of it happens without your knowledge. That's the part of this solution that only you can own. So summarize my first mantra here. On social media, as in life, every click, every like, every engagement has an equal and opposite reaction. So it's time to change the narrative on this. Social media companies are not plotting the downfall of modern society. They're not surreptitiously taking over the world. You're in control unless you choose not to be. Number two, be interactive. Regardless of the platform you're on, it's up to you to pay attention to your little plot of land in cyberspace. You get a follow request from a stranger that you've never met, reject it. Follow request from somebody you don't know, reject it. Follow request from someone you do know, verify it. A complete random sliding up in your DMs to chat with you, you should probably delete it. Be sure to monitor your alerts and action requests on these specific platforms, these specific apps. Often, configuration rules for these apps require you to express permission to follow, share profile data, add an event to your calendar, share your friends list, all these things. This includes uh, app-based requests for things like geofilters and location sharing so that companies can kind of see where you are and, and your movement and your traffic patterns. All of this should be used only while in app or turn it off completely. Finally, simply generating and proliferating the paranoia doesn't protect you or anybody else. If you've decided to use social media and you've decided to utilize these platforms, then you also need to commit yourself to actively overseeing your privacy and security with those platforms. It's perfectly okay to connect with friends, to follow brands that you love, artists that you love, and to leverage social media with a purpose. But that means you've got to actively understand and manage the trade-offs that you're making every time you use social media. Time for my second little mantra here. On social media, as in life, you either manage your existence or someone else will manage it for you. Number three, be informed. This one's fairly simple. It's your responsibility to understand how data is collected, shared, utilized, and stored on social media. It's your responsibility to take the appropriate level of caution based on the risks, and there are plenty, by the way, that you will and will not tolerate. It's your responsibility to identify potential issues and adjust your online behavior accordingly. Many of the most popular social media platforms are actively and positively reacting to the increased scrutiny around privacy and security, and they're improving levels of data control and ownership that they give their users. Some 
are even being, dare we say it, proactive and pro-consumer and how they manage the privacy because they've very quickly figured out that having that information and being able to develop new products and develop those analytics to drive their offerings, even at a limited level, is much better than having people not use their platform at all. Imagine that. So the issue with this shift, although it's good, is that it increases your responsibility as a user of the platform to manage your own security and privacy. We talked about this a little bit already. This means that to achieve maximum benefit for all these continuous security and privacy changes, you've got to be reviewing the privacy controls available to you with these apps, with your social media platforms, and you've got to make informed, conscious decisions to manage your data as you see fit. This is where most people fail. Ignorance is bliss, after all. My third mantra on social media, as in life, your mother doesn't work here. Manage your own privacy, clean up after yourself, and take accountability for the disposition of your data. Stop worrying about Russian hackers and man-in-the-middle attacks and how complex your password is. Take a look at the basics. Take action on the privacy and security items you can control and stop doing dumb shit online. Thanks for listening. We'll see you out there.